Hello, hello, and welcome to Glimmers, the Let's Sprout podcast. I am your host, Kelsey, and today we have a lovely conversation that we had with Mo. And this was really neat for me because I've worked with Mo through Let's Sprout. We we did programming um, when they were hosting Oceans Week, and I've been just kind of a cheerleader, but had never really had a chance to get to know Mo. So this was super awesome to be able to dive into the glimmers of transformation with Mo and, and hear how they host themselves through transformation and how they feel that shows up in their life. And so I had a really amazing time getting to know Mo, uh, reflecting on how we can show up for ourselves through change and transformation and growth. And then finally, how it feels when we finally meet ourselves or meet a new version of ourselves. So I am really looking forward to you also getting to know Mo and please enjoy our very visual and creative and magical conversation. I really enjoyed it. Hi, Mo. Hi. How are you today? I'm doing not too bad. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to chat with me. As you know, this is the Glimmers podcast, and really the idea is to connect with some pretty rad folks and talk about who you are and your experiences as you've sort of been going through life and discovering the world and yourself and all that kind of fun stuff. And so The way I've been starting is just kind of leaving the floor open to our guests to take an opportunity just to introduce yourself, however you'd like to do that, and and tell us a little bit about who you are. Yeah, so folks who are listening, my name is Mo. My pronouns are they, them, and I'll just kind of describe maybe what I look like for folks as a practice that I've learned from some other facilitators, you know, getting into visual facilitation. So I'm wearing a black hoodie, I have a buzzed head, and I'm wearing clear framed glasses. Yeah, a little bit about me. I grew up in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, small town, three hours away from Halifax, which is where I am now. And I became connected with Let's Sprout, I think, a few years ago when I was co-directing Ocean's Week Halifax. And yeah, it's been so nice to kind of connect here and there through our different avenues of work and life and being and living in Jabukduk together. What takes up most of my time now, um, which I am deeply grateful for, is working for Future Ancestor Services. And Future Ancestor Services is youth-led, Black and Indigenous-owned, anti-racism and equity consulting company. And I think we'll get into it a little bit later when we talk about some of the things that have impacted me in in my life and work, but it's been a really transformative few years of my life. So I'm excited to have a conversation with you. So thanks for having me. Of course. I'm actually going to adopt that practice of describing what you look like. I really thought that was great. So I'm going to take a second to do that as well. I am Kelsey. I am wearing a yellow and green floral mock turtleneck situation. I was wearing a lavender top and got pasta sauce all over it earlier, so we, we did a little costume change. I'm wearing some fun green earrings that our co-director Siobhan gifted to me for Christmas. My hair is in braids and a low bun, and I'm happy to be here with Mo. Thank you for sharing a little bit about who you are, and I think you did a great job of describing high level how you're spending your time and, and things like that. I think today what I'd love to do is just kind of dive into sort of glimmers of transformation and 
how transformation has played a role in whether that be if you want to go way back and maybe how you first experienced transformation in your life or even how it's showing up for you now. But as a starting point, could you describe for us what transformation feels like to you? Sure. I will give full disclosure on how my brain's working today. And and right now it's flickers of thoughts and visions and lots of thoughts kind of jumbled around. So that will be my flow today, just so people are aware and prepared and folks who also identify with that sometimes chaotic thinking and not chaotic in a kind of negative connotation, but chaotic good, ideation, chaos. Um, transformation, what it feels like to me, I think if I was to describe feeling transformed or witnessing my own transformation, I think that it 100% is a visceral reaction for me, or that's where it starts. And, and that's where I begin to notice that things are stirring up, something's changing, something's shifting. Um, and so transformation also sometimes makes people think that you're going from one thing into the next. And I think for me, transformation often just kind of hangs out in that middle zone and it it bounces back and forth and it doesn't, you know, have a hard start and a hard stop. I think it just feels very fluid to me. Hmm. Yeah, not necessarily tied towards moving forward or progress or, but actually just like hanging out within maybe some changes that are happening. Very interesting. That's great. And has your idea like evolved like when you were younger do you do you remember experiencing some transformation and did it feel different then versus how you you sort of approach it now yeah definitely I don't even know or remember using the word transformation even in my early 20s you know that's not something I would have chose for myself um, to describe how I felt or what was going on around me but something I might tell my younger self about the magic of transformation or, you know, the openness that transformation gives you is to just be patient a little bit with hard feelings that show up to trust your gut, I guess you could say, or trust your intuition most of the time. If not all the time, I trust my intuition now. And I think and believe that it leads me to the spaces and toward the people that I should have in my life and that should be around me in my work, you know, in my personal life and, you know, queer and trans community and anything. So yeah, I think to my younger self transformation maybe was always there and I just didn't know or have the word for it. Hmm, Very true. Are there rituals or tools that you tend to lean on during times of transformation? Well, I'm not sure if this is like a a specific ritual, but it's definitely been, it might be a mix of a winter ritual that a lot of people might share this with me. But when I feel like, you know, that there's something churning and there's something shifting in me, whether that's something I've I've learned that now I want to incorporate and integrate into my life or, or whatever, but a ritual that I love and have, which I'm looking forward to this evening is having as quiet of a space as I can sitting in a place in my house where I have almost the most wide angle panoramic view of my space that I can and just sit there and kind of look around at the things that are 
are in the room and that are touching me and that, you know, if I have a blanket on me or if, you know, there's flowers in the table or, you know, more ritual of taking in what's around me and kind of in my head describing those things and what makes them part of my life, you know, how intentional did I create my space? And I think taking those steps to just bring myself back to the ground and, you know, working on my self-awareness These are times where when I'm thinking maybe about creative projects and photography projects that I want to do over these next few months, I feel like if I know the things that are around me and I feel good and safe in the space that I've created, then there's openness for my thoughts to kind of unfold and there's openness for my ideas to land somewhere. So that's a ritual, just staying cozy and really getting to know the space around you that you put your body in every day. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a really intentional way to be able to host yourself. I know you're somebody that often hosts other folks, but actually having a practice of showing up for yourself in in that way seems to be really helpful to you. Do you find right now where you are, maybe even in this moment or, or recently, are you in a sort of state of transformation? Is that how you feel it manifests as like, I'm either in it or out of it, or do you feel you're always sort of amongst it? Yeah, I feel like I'm, I guess just even in this last year that I can remember, it's been quite a transformative year of my life and my relationships, platonic, romantic relationships with my relatives and my chosen family, the way that, you know, my confidence has grown, you know, even in a few years ago, my confidence in, you know, calling myself an artist wasn't there really and transforming into and continuing to like what you said, you know, I don't think that ever going to be at an end point of transformation and to feel okay. in that kind of uncertainty of where am I supposed to be? You know, am I supposed to be somewhere by now? That's something we're always told or or taught is that you have these milestones in your life and at this age this is where you should be or what the things that you should have or what you should be doing or how much money you should make you know things like that that we're up against all the time when you're working against you know that grain or against that kind of standard that we see in our society I think transformation for me as a queer non-binary you know Vietnamese person majorly majorly I just see the world differently right now than I ever have in my whole life transforming into and harnessing my my age identity. I think that's something else that I was growing up never really felt proud of um, or knew much about. And I think being able to come into that and, and, and I think one of the biggest things about being able to come into my confidence around my art, my identity or whatever is going back to, okay, how am I setting up my surroundings? How am I creating that space around me? Whether it's people that I want to interact with and give my energy to, you know, the work and clients that I choose to work with, you know, the things that I want to buy or want to have around me. I think that I've never realized so much in my life how much that impacts me day to day. And yeah, of course, that there's privilege that comes with that, like to be able to have a space and create it in the way that you want, have that flexibility and freedom that doesn't come without barriers or or without challenges. And so that's just how transformation has really manifested for me. Thank you for sharing that. 
I think a lot of people could probably relate to owning parts of ourself almost, whether that be like, oh, I'm an artist or, you know, various parts of your identity. I was going to ask sort of how did you approach not only owning some of those things, but celebrating those things. But it sounds like from what you're sharing, a lot of it is around how you connect to spaces, people, yourself, and like being intentional about those things. Does that resonate with you hearing it back? Yeah, totally. I think that just listening to you kind of talk right now, I pictured myself, like if I pictured myself standing outside somewhere, let's say, you know, like on a sidewalk and there's some trees around you and you're walking past a neighborhood or past houses. It wasn't until a few years ago where I would just see myself as a speck kind of walking through the world. But now when I picture myself in the world, out in the world, I picture myself with this kind of like aura around me, not like a bubble or, you know, a barrier, but there's something that's like around my body where I think it's how I've come into my self-awareness and not only self-awareness, like, I don't know if that's the right word, but thinking about myself in a way of protecting myself. I feel really aware of people when I'm in the grocery store and like I feel really aware of people when I'm driving in my car in a different way than I ever have and I honestly don't know how to describe it. It's something I've noticed where my eyes are constantly shifting around me, doing 360s around me to familiarize myself to settle into a different space that maybe I'm not into or not, you know, occupying as regularly. It's not a 360 kind of like I'm always on alert. I don't want it to be like I'm putting all my energy into being on alert because sometimes that's the case and it can be a lot. But sometimes that's just how I move through the world now is taking in and observing more than I ever had to because of these intersecting identities that I have of being queer, being racialized invisibly. So, yeah. I get warm feelings hearing you describe things. Maybe it's because I'm a visual learner, but it seems like a lot of the way that you're, maybe like you said today, it's kind of how you're showing up and how your brain's working today, but you seem to like really visualize yourself in in your day-to-day, like, or how you see yourself, but then also connected with the outside world and nature. And anyway, I, it's not super articulate what I'm trying to say, but it's really neat to hear how your brain works in, in terms of like just seeing yourself almost outside of yourself a little bit. Anyway. Anyway, that was really beautiful to hear. Um, Do you have any memories or stories you can share of like moments where you, the term I'm using is like where you met yourself, like where you just were like, whoa, there I am, or, or there's a new part of me. Hi, nice to meet you. Does anything come up for you around a memory that's done that for you where you really met yourself? Yeah, I guess two moments popped in my head just now. Thank you for asking that question. One is in 2015, 2016, I started to snorkel a lot along the coast here in Mi'kmaq in Nova Scotia. And I had never snorkeled here and I've only had snorkeled in other places that were kind of warmer. And I had an underwater photography housing system so I could go underwater and play and learn how to take pictures and just have fun mostly. And I would dive under the water and lay as close as I could like as far as I I could to on the sand and take a selfie of myself underwater. And I loved seeing and doing that so much. I think one of my favorite things in the whole world that I've ever experienced so far has been swimming to the bottom of the ocean where I am and turning around and looking up to the surface. And it really kind of takes me out of my own body and to just be able able to breathe and be underwater like that is transforming in in and of itself. And 
important. Another time was when I shaved off all my hair. It was like two years ago where I had long black kind of wavy hair down to my waist for so long. Um, and one day after having, I think it was uh, having a Sunday dinner over Zoom with relatives because it was the pandemic and Halifax had just really ramped up. It was our first lockdown. And yeah, right after getting off a family call, my partner helped me shave off all of my hair where half of my head had already been gone. And so it wasn't that hard to, you know, do the rest, but they took some portraits of me afterward and looking at those pictures of myself made me really feel joy about seeing a photo of myself and coming into and always transforming and moving around that space of my gender identity and expression. You know, I think that's something that's changing and shifting every single day and having a photo of myself with my hair gone. I didn't have any clothes on, but my portrait was kind of from my collarbone and showed the rest of my head. It's to this day still one of my favorite moments of seeing myself feeling like there's hope for this person. There is so much coming. There is, you know, magic waiting to happen and just need to sometimes see yourself in a picture for you to realize that. And I think that's what I love about being a photographer is portraiture and having so many people tell me that I've never had a picture of myself that I liked until you took one or wow I look beautiful in that wow I look like happy and you know when I hear things like that about pictures I've taken of folks that's when I am reminded about why I do it and how it makes me feel it's like a form of therapy for me absolutely thank you for sharing that yeah no worries As you may know, this podcast is in complimentary to the Rainbow Reads book club that we did. And I'm curious if you have anything to share around maybe stories of, maybe it could be stories that you've heard in books or stories of real people in your lives that are in the queer space that have kind of influenced you in your journey in this world and transforming into who you are today. Do you have any examples of folks who have influenced you in that way? Yeah, like authors specifically? Yeah, sure. Or even just like fictional characters or people, any anyone. Yeah, I would love to recommend this book for folks out there. It's a, it's a graphic novel, which I love graphic novels in the mix of the kind of work that I do. It's like a lighter way of taking in information and learning. It's called The Magic Fish, and it's by Chung Li Nguyen. He's a Vietnamese author, young author, and it's a really amazing, beautiful story. A Vietnamese child coming out to his mother and how he's up against cultural challenges and barriers and living in a place where he doesn't see a lot of people like him. And the story is so beautiful because it goes back and forth from the story of his life in real time to kind of mystical fairy tales and folk tales that his mother reads with him. And so his story and experience is like floating back and forth with that. And and I remember reading this and I just picked up and read the whole thing in one go, which is wild because I'd never do that. And I just closed the book after and bawled my eyes out for so long because it felt so close to my experiences, you know, and, and so many other people's experiences who live in a predominantly white society who come from different cultures and backgrounds and places and have settled in, onto different land and have settled into different places. Um, so that book is amazing. I love it so much. All ages for me, I guess, is that's a really good one for youth book clubs and adult book clubs. 
I'll share one more book. It's called Undrowned by Dr. Alexis Polingum. And it's about black feminist lessons from marine mammals. And so it's an amazing book. And I think I was drawn to reading it because of my previous work in ocean conservation and in ocean sector, but then also being a huge fan of Dr. Gums's work. So I highly recommend this book as well. Undrowned, it changed a lot of how I look at life and the way I do my work. Thank you. We'll add it to a reading list. Maybe we'll have some books recommended from our guests. So thank you for sharing those. And generally just thank you so much for sharing your story with us and some of your experiences and your approach to sort of meeting with transformation and, and taking it with an open mind, open heart as you're going through it. So it was really lovely to listen to your stories and also learn from you. So I just want to say thank you. And if there's anything else you, that you feel you want to say, if there's anything burning that you want to share, uh, please do. But otherwise, I'll let you go on to the rest of your day. Thank you so much, Kelsey, for having me and creating space to have conversations with different kinds of people and this amazing book club. Sometimes I'm like, oh, having this is amazing and seeing this happen is amazing. And it kind of brings you back to that younger self question. It's like, just because you didn't have that when I was younger doesn't mean that it's never going to happen. And it still has the same impacts being 30 years old and having these firsts happen and having these communities and groups of people around you. Yeah. It's like, I always feel like I have a little bit of little kid in me all the time. And so we had to take care of those parts of ourselves, right? <laughs> we all do for sure. <laughs> thank you so much. Amazing. Well, thank you. Okay. So this conversation just left me smiling and kind of just wanting to like take photos or paint or get creative or sit in my space. And I just really appreciated Mo's approach to hosting themselves. Such a warm feeling. I also loved, loved, loved their answer around meeting themselves and the beautiful detail Mo went into around the underwater photos or the first portrait with their shaved head and that feeling of, oh, there I am. And so I really... Yeah, I, I loved that moment. I'm curious if, if others have had experiences of meeting themselves and, and what those fleeting moments felt like, like glimmers of self and like, ooh, yeah, there I am. I feel that way sometimes if I'm really caught in like dancing and totally free and, and that feels really nice. And then other times it's if I'm connecting with people and really feel like I've shown up for someone in a really caring way that feels really true to who I am and I hope to continue to be. So that also bubbles up for me. But yeah, feel free to share with us. What are the moments for you where you're like, ah, there I am. Thanks. Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening and till next time.